Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, main manhunt. The search still underway for the suspect in that deadly shooting rampage. This is someone that should not be approached. Overnight, a massive show of force as the first victims are identified. We're live on the ground with the latest. Then, ready for takeoff, we've got an update on the remarkable story of a pilot who went unconscious mid-flight and saved by a passenger who landed the plane. I knew if I didn't react that, that we would die. We're there for that pilot's journey back to the cockpit. So it took a long time to get to this point. And he will join us live. Plus, Taylor made Taylor Swift breaks the internet again, releasing her latest re-recorded album overnight. And she's breaking the bank, too, reaching billionaire status. The details and pop star today, Friday, October 27th, 2023. Happy 65th birthday to our dad, watching in Goldsboro, North Carolina. Visiting from Des Moines, Iowa. Albuquerque, New Mexico. In Farmington, Missouri. Celebrating our one year anniversary. St. Louis, Missouri. Hi to my sons, Garrett and Brian. In Briscoe, Texas. From Birmingham, Alabama, to celebrate our 10th birthday. A bunch of artists right there in the making. Morning, wow. everybody. Welcome back to you today. Let me tell you, this crowd yeah. is like no other. They were <laughs> dancing a few moments ago, yeah. and there will be more dancing just ahead. It is guaranteed. Some great um, signs out there, too. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun out there. Atlanta represented. Uh, a quick note, Savannah, you've got a very inspiring interview coming up for us next week. Yeah, it's been, you know, about three years since Alex Trebek, the beloved longtime host of Jeopardy, lost his fight with pancreatic cancer. And next week, his wife, Jean, is going to be with us in studio, along with our friend Katie Couric. They're teaming up together to stand up to cancer. They've got some pretty exciting news to share about a new research effort. It's in Alex's name, and we are looking forward to our conversation next week mm. on today. Looking forward to that. Meanwhile, busy morning. Let's get to your news at 8 o'clock. In Maine, the hunt for shooting suspect Robert Card intensified overnight. 18 people were killed, more than a dozen others injured on Wednesday night, making it the nation's deadliest shooting of the year. And this morning, there are new questions emerging about the warning signs. NBC's Sam Brock joins us from Lewiston with the very latest. Sam, good morning. Savannah, good morning. The sprawling manhunt has now exceeded 36 hours and still no sign of card. According to Maine State Police, they're not sure what state he's in. They don't even know if he is still alive after a card has now been charged with eight deaths. Now, police Savannah did say that 18 innocent victims were killed, but so far only eight of them have actually been identified, hence the charges. And we are learning all kinds of critical information at this hour, including more about the suspected gunman's timeline, how long it took him to go from a bowling alley to the bar over my shoulder down the street here, only 12 minutes. We have also learned from law enforcement that a note was found behind 
in Card's home. We don't know the contents of that note or what kind of light it might shed and why he allegedly committed these atrocities. Multiple law enforcement officials have also confirmed with NBC News that the weapon that was used was purchased legally earlier in 2023, which Savannah is notable and also remarkable in the sense that Card's own family said that they were worried about his mental state deteriorating, that he'd heard voices in his head, and also at the behest of his own commanders, had undergone psychiatric evaluation as recently as this summer, and yet somehow was still able to purchase that weapon. Savannah? All right, Sam Brock and Lewiston. Sam, thank you. Let's go to the Middle East now, where the U.S. launched airstrikes overnight against targets in Syria that have links to Iran. The Pentagon says it was in retaliation for recent drone attacks on U.S. military bases. NBC's senior White House correspondent Gabe Gutierrez joins us with more on this breaking story. Hey, Gabe, what do you know? Hoda, good morning. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says these airstrikes were separate and distinct from the ongoing Israel-Hamas war, but it's hard to ignore the growing tensions in the region. Overnight, U.S. fighter jets striking two storage facilities in eastern Syria that the Pentagon says were used by groups linked to Iran. Austin calling them self-defense strikes that were a response to a series of recent drone attacks against U.S. forces. The Pentagon says there have been at least 19 attacks on U.S. bases in Israel and Syria in the last nine days. Twenty-one personnel have been injured. Austin saying, quote, Iran wants to deny its role in these attacks against our forces. We will not let them. The new U.S. airstrikes come after President Biden warned Iran's Ayatollah on Wednesday that if the attacks did not stop, the U.S. would respond. The administration now walking a fine line, trying to deter Iran and its proxies, but not wanting to provoke a wider war. No response yet from Iran, Hoda. Right, Gabe Gutierrez with this late-breaking news. Gabe, thank you. Meanwhile, in Mexico, survivors of Hurricane Otis are growing desperate after two days uh, after that Storm slammed Acapulco as a Category 5 storm two days ago. Disaster officials say at least 27 people were killed. Others are still missing. Hundreds of thousands of homes and businesses are waiting to have electricity restored there. Relief supplies have been slow to reach areas where streets are covered with storm debris and tons of mud from landslides in the aftermath. The Mexican military has deployed 10,000 troops to help with the cleanup and to also control looting. President Biden has a new challenger in the race for the 2024 Democratic presidential nomination. During an interview yesterday, Minnesota Congressman Dean Phillips announced he will run against the president. In his words, quote, I have to. The 54-year-old Phillips credits the 80-year-old president with saving the country, but he says it is time to pass the torch or face an emergency next November. Phillips' decision comes as polls show voter concerns about the economy and the president's age. All right. Uh, (laughs) Just ahead, Swifties celebrating again overnight. The release of her newest Taylor's Version album is dropped as the star herself enjoys a brand new title this morning. Taylor is a billionaire. Carson's got that more on Popstar. Plus, we are so happy to have pilot Ken Allen with us this morning. He experienced quite a scare. You probably remember this story. He was flying last year, had a medical emergency. A passenger with no experience landed the plane. Well, now Ken is here. He's about to celebrate his return to the cockpit as a solo pilot with the heart surgeon who made this moment possible. But first, these messages. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. We're back at 810 with a Today exclusive and update on a remarkable story that captured the world's attention. In May of last year, a Florida man with no flying experience managed to land a plane after its pilot experienced a mid-flight medical emergency. Well, today, we're happy to say that pilot has made a full recovery. He's back to flying again, and we're going to talk to him and the doctor who saved his life in just a moment. But first, a look back at that incredible miracle landing. It's been more than a year since 65-year-old pilot Ken Allen embarked on the scariest flight of his life. I've got a serious situation here about pilot Last May, while he was nearly 12,000 feet in the air, Allen suddenly became unconscious, quickly turning the flight from the Bahamas to Fort Pierce, Florida, into a life-or-death emergency for everyone on board. That's when Darren Harrison, one of two others on that single-engine Cessna 28, stepped in. Harrison sharing with today the moment he took the controls. All I saw when I came up to the front was water out the right window, and I knew it was coming quick. The plane is in a nosedive, essentially. Correct. Yes. And at that point, I knew if I didn't react that, that we would die. What happened next has been called a miracle. Harrison, who had zero flying experience, took over the pilot's seat. With help from an air traffic controller on the ground, he was able to land the plane safely at Palm Beach International Airport. And when did you exhale? I threw the headset on the dash and said the biggest prayer I've ever said in my life. The last part of the prayer and the strongest part was for the guy in the back. Because I was, I knew it was not a good situation. Allen was fighting for his life in the back of that plane. Emergency vehicles met them upon landing, and Allen was later rushed to Palm Beach Gardens Medical Center, where he underwent a nine-hour surgery to repair a torn aorta. The medical team led by Dr. Nishant Patel. I was happy to be awake because I remember Dr. Patel saying, you know, we're going to do everything we can to save your life. 17 months later, after making a full recovery and along with his doctor, Allen is back on his feet and ready for takeoff. Earlier this month, he was medically cleared by the FAA to fly again. I went through um, six additional doctors, poked, prodded, scanned. Most patients with this diagnosis don't make it. So to see him go through all of that and get approval to fly, that truly is amazing. Whatever you can grab onto. To mark the occasion, Allen decided to go back up in that exact same plane, this time with his life-saving doctor by his side. Clear to land, 28 left, 3 Lima Delta. A landing to remember. Thanks for having me up there. Yeah. That was awesome. Amazing day. Amazing day. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, we're so happy to have Pilot Ken Allen with us, along with his cardiac surgeon, Dr. Nishant Patel. Good morning to both of you. I love that you're, you, I was just saying, now you both have been in each other's offices, your cockpit and your operating right. room. How are you feeling, Ken? I feel great. Yeah? I feel like my old self. So just, it, you actually, you have been flying, but you had to get medically cleared to ever fly solo again. And that's the milestone you've just reached. What did it take to get to this point? 17 months. Um, Six doctors, different uh, tests, scans, uh, neurological tests, cardiac tests, just a bunch of uh, different analytical things that they had to go through. You've flown your whole life. What does it mean to you to, to get back there and do it again? Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. I, I really didn't think I was going to be able to, but I, I don't give up easily. So... <laughs> I had to see it through. Well, neither does your doctor, Dr. Patel. When Ken came in, it, it turned out he hadn't had a stroke, but he had an aortic tear, something that is certainly life-threatening. You even left a voicemail for his wife saying, there's a 50-50 chance we don't make it. We're going into surgery. Can you tell me about the condition he was in? Right. So, you know, when they landed the plane, he was incoherent. He wasn't moving part, part of his body. So they thought he had a stroke. They took him to our sister hospital and then rushed him over to our hospital um, when they made the diagnosis of an aortic dissection. So um, when I saw him in the ER, thankfully, he, he looked like he was relatively stable. But, you know, when you come in with stroke-like symptoms and a tear in the aorta, that really portends a poor prognosis. So um, time is of the essence. You have to get him to the operating room, do what you can to save his life. Yeah. I mean, it, it's miraculous, not only that Darren Harrison, who we saw in the piece, right. was able to land the plane, but that you ended up landing at the hospital in Palm Beach where you hadn't expected to, which was close to the hospital you needed. Correct. If anything had gone wrong, you wouldn't be sitting here right now. Absolutely. I mean, we look at all the things that went right. Yeah. So that's a good way to look yeah. at it, including Dr. Patel. Now, have you stayed in touch with Darren? Who is the, you know, who, of course, learned how to fly a, fly a plane <laughs> on the fly with you in the backseat. We are connected for life, just yes. like we're connected for life. Well, now, I heard you guys were supposed to have lunch this week. Yes, Darren had a little, uh, uh, like a cold or something, so we had to cancel. Well, I was going to out Darren right now. It's a, it was a little white lie that we made him tell, because Darren's here. Are you Where, No, I'm not. Where are you, Darren? Here he is. Because oh we thought it'd be fun to get y'all together. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe this. Yeah. And you know oh, Dr. Patel? Nice what? to meet you. Hi, Darren. There's my buddy. How you doing? Oh, good. Have good. a seat. Oh, see. I know that you can sit between those two. Okay. Darren, I know, because we've, we've kept in touch. You two are like, this is a life bond now. Y'all are brothers. <laughs> sure. Yeah. What has it been like? I haven't seen you in person since this had just it's happened. Great. It's been great. And I know you got a new baby, little Mary Mark. Oh, yeah. 14 months old. <sighs> She's doing fantastic. I mean, when you think about it, I know we just talked about Ken. It's a miracle. So many things went right. I know that's how you think about it, oh, too. 100%. Absolutely. I was telling somebody the other day, if we'd have flown to the airport that we were supposed to fly to, they probably wouldn't have made it because he was in the wrong location. Yeah. I mean, yeah. one thing after another. And there were three people in the plane that day, mm -hmm. if not for you getting behind the controls. I mean, I don't know if you were still in shock when we first talked back in May of 2022, but I'm sure you've reflected upon it again and again. Do you still think about that day? I do. Especially when think? we were flying in the plane last week. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys got right back in the saddle, I noticed, both of you. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. What do you think about, when you do, what do you think about that day? Uh, just occasionally you'll have flashbacks about it, but just most importantly, you know, how everything worked out and just, it all came together. Yeah. It was just a miracle within itself. Yeah. 
Well, tell me about this friendship now. And have you guys gotten, you know, he's got his wings now to fly oh, solo. Yeah. Are you going to fly with him? <laughs> he's flying my wife next week. In yeah, the Charleston. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So, okay. That's a, that's a, that's a vote of confidence. I'm taking the ladies up to uh, Charleston, right? Yeah. So yeah. For a girl's trip? For a girl's Where's trip. my invite? <laughs> right. <laughs> right over there. Your wife, Brittany's right over there as well. That's I mean, good. she was seven months pregnant when this yeah. happened. When you just think about how oh. this beautiful story could have turned out so differently. Yeah. I mean, I, I had so much guilt. Oh. That I let these guys no. you know, endanger their lives. Mm. I mean, the first thing, besides crying, was apologizing. Yeah, to him and Russ. I mean, I was. No more. I felt so bad. Once and for all, Doctor Patel, it's not Ken's fault, right? Oh, it could it happen is. to anyone, right? I mean, you know, risk factors, high blood pressure. There are some genetic conditions that can put you at, at risk for something like this. The problem is, you know, one of the biggest risk factors is an aortic aneurysm, and most patients don't know they have an aortic aneurysm. It's usually something that's incidentally found. So. Most patients, unfortunately, who have this problem have no clue that something like this could happen. Wow. You're amazing, Darren. We know you're amazing. I love that the first time you got together, Darren, you said he was apologizing, and then you finally said what? I had to grab him by the shoulders and just say, stop. No more. (laughs) He did. Quit. No more apologizing. (laughs) That's right. It's a beautiful thing that came of this. You know, I'm in awe of our doctors and what you guys do and your team on the fly. Nine-hour surgery, ready to go. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. Congratulations. You're back in the air. Darren. It's always good to see you. Always good to see you. Thank you. Let us get a check of the weather, Al. Hey, okay, guys. Well, let's take a quick look. You can see showers and thunderstorms. We got another winter of a day, though, here in the east. Going to be gorgeous. Plenty of rain making its way from the Gulf Coast all the way up to the Pacific, I should say, into the Great Lakes. Frost and freeze warnings in the Pacific Northwest, but plenty of sunshine through the Southwest. And that is your latest weather. All right. Best time of the morning. Let's go. We're going to start Pops off. We're going to start it off with a celebrity. Really? Who do you think we're going to start off? Initials are TS, and it's Uh, not Tom Selleck. I'm going to guess Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. That's right. Good job, Craig. Overnight, the pop superstar (laughs) dropped her latest re-recorded album, 1989. Taylor's version is officially out. Swift entering a new era in style, the highly anticipated project. Features five previously unreleased songs from the vault, uh-huh. hot off the press, literally. Taylor just revealing on social media that Kendrick Lamar went oh. back into the studio to re-record his verse on Bad Blood, which oh. will be featured on the wow. deluxe edition of the new album. Ooh. It's been quite the week for Taylor. In addition to the album and winning the box office, a new Bloomberg report puts the Grammy winner in the Elusive Billionaires Club, wow. the outlet citing her as one of the few recording artists to build a 10-figure fortune almost entirely from her music. Mm-hmm. And with the European leg of her tour still ahead, Taylor said to add to that fortune, the first part alone earned uh, is, is scheduled to earn an estimated billion dollars in sales. Been a good couple of weeks for her. Next up, The Crown. <laughs> Yesterday, Netflix dropping a new trailer for part one of the final season, focusing on Princess Diana and her tragic passing. Mm-hmm. The Crown season six, part one, starts streaming November 16th. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the second, uh, that's part two, will be uh, arriving in December. Okay, so we'll okay, okay, for that. Next up, Cher, the Grammy winner, has been in the music charts for nearly, count them, six decades. You're not going to believe what she had to say recently of her own chart-topping voice in an interview with Paper Magazine, Cher revealing that she's never actually been a fan of the way she sounds. What? The strong enough singer told the magazine, and I quote, I just never really liked my voice that much. If I had my choice, I probably would have another one. <laughs> oh my God. She continued, it's weird. I have this strange style. I do what you do when you can't hold a note. I don't pronounce my R's. <laughs> That's okay. interesting. And throughout her career, she's had a whopping 33 yeah. songs hit the Billboard Hot 100, and she doesn't even need the whole album. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Very cool. well, I think it's the case for a lot yeah. of people. Like yeah. The yeah. sound of your voice you yeah. hear. You're like, yeah, you're yeah, like, like it. I just love that she actually admits it. Yeah. 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 
and finally, we've got a special guest joining us. He has made the Statue of Liberty disappear, walked through the Great Wall of China. And now the one and only David Copperfield is joining us live with a special announcement. David, let's waste no time. It's always good to see you again, my friend from Las Vegas. Uh, tell us all about the latest. Well, I'm going to make the moon disappear. Oh, wait, what? It's let's say that one more years. time. <laughs> I'm going to make the moon disappear. I thought you said the moon. Uh, uh, it's okay. Taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's taken 30 years of work. That's literally 30 years of, of our lives developing this. We have multiple methods to make it work. And I'm collaborating with uh, Save the Children, an amazing organization, to show the world the difference one person can make. If one person can make the moon disappear from the sky, imagine how together we can make poverty and hunger and danger disappear for our children on Earth. Well, we love the organization. We love that it's for a good cause. And that is a nice correlation. But David, tell us more about how you are going to make the moon disappear. How are rehearsals going? They're going well. In fact, uh, uh, I've been testing in the past few months and people have reported seeing strange things in the sky at night all around the country. So if anybody in the home sees, uh, uh, sees anything weird up in the sky, please let me know by tagging me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Uh, I'm at Copperfield. So let me know if you've seen any of our rehearsals accidentally because I'd love to see what's going on. David, it's a full moon, by the way, Saturday. Do you know that? Saturday's yeah. a full moon. Yeah. Okay. When are you going to do this? You're, not gonna, you're still working on it. So this will happen after the first of the year? It'll be in February 2024, and we're going to have a contest for people to actually win a chance to see the moon vanish live and in person. And we'll reveal more about that over the next few uh, months on my socials. Okay. Well, this oh. will have to be it. I mean, the Statue of Liberty, the Great Wall, uh, then the moon. The moon. All right. And we're just going to sit here and pretend like this, this is normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I guess. Only really amazing. Just, just another day for David. No, What's really amazing is how, what the great job you did playing me on Halloween last year. Oh, I was. Yes. You know, both you thank and you. Dylan yeah, were incredible. You. And if I get a cold, please come here to the MGM. Okay, there we go. I would be happy to. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, there's Adelaide, cool. my assistant. <laughs> no. now, your, your, your team was incredible. She was amazing. David. Yeah, that thank you. Great. Dylan thank and I were just so talking about that yesterday. Oh, that's As one Halloween of the best is ever. coming up. David, thank you so thank much. David. We'll all be watching. We appreciate it. Making the moon disappear. Have that Wow. Okay. The great David Copperfield. All right. Well, if you like the bear, stick around. We brought in a pit master to make Chicago-style beef sandwiches in honor of Sunday Night Football. Okay, crowd is ready. We have been moving and jamming all morning long. We've got a feast for you today. My mic working. Uh, we've got pitmaster Erica Blair Roby here cooking up some beef bonanza. We got Chicago style, LA style. We got a big Sunday night game. We'll get you ready for the Bears versus Chargers. Oh, Chargers. Also, we are in the presence of a world champion here. Amazing surfer, Caroline Marks. There's Caroline. Caroline's going to be representing Team yeah. USA at the Paris Olympics next summer. So we're going to catch up with her. And she has a very special announcement to share. All righty. Then coming up on the third hour, we're going to pamper our pets with a checklist to keep them healthy and happy and some last-minute Halloween costumes for our four-legged friends. Oh, cute. Speaking of Halloween, check out these pumpkins. They were carved in honor of tomorrow night's big primetime battle on NBC and Peacock. Ohio State, the Ohio State Buckeyes, taking on the Wisconsin Badgers, begins at 7 o'clock Eastern. 
tomorrow night on NBC, streaming on Peacock. All right, Mr. Roker, how about a check of the weather? All right, let's show you what we've got. Looking ahead to the weekend, it's going to be snowy and windy in the Central Plains. Heavy rain down through the Mississippi River Valley. Record highs along the East Coast. Beautiful weather out west. Then Sunday, Sunday, rain moves in again to the Northeast. Great Lakes flood risk in the mid-Mississippi River Valley. Santa Ana winds kicking up in the southern part of California and sunshine through the Northwest. Halloween evening, it's going to be a spooky, showery uh, 48 in Seattle. Billings, Montana looks good. 33, Miami. Some showers in 82, New York City. Possibly some showers. Uh, Buffalo may see some snow. Scary snow in Chicago as well. I hate when you have to put a coat on over your outfit. That's your latest weather. Of course, it's the time for the best time of the week. It's time for Sunday night, football night in America! Hey, boo-boo, the Bears coming into SoFi Stadium, Englewood, California. Sunny skies as they take on the Chargers. 74 degrees. It's the big charge. That's a charge. It's, it's an electrical charge. Come on, keep up with me. Sunday night football night in America. Y'all pumped up for that. That's it. Hey, boo boo. Oh, you betcha. Hey, boo boo. Terrifying. Terrifying. How are the Chargers going to face that? Guys, Uh. speaking of football, time for our final Friday morning lights of the season. We are wrapping things up in Nagani, Michigan, where the Nagani Miners are hosting a huge playoff game tonight. WLUC's Elizabeth Peterson's there for us. She's got Coach Paul Jacobson, some excited players, the band, the students. Hey, guys. Hey, Elizabeth. Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Nagani. We're so excited for you to end this series here. We are all pumped this morning. Jacobson, you know, Nagani's been playing football since 1894. Explain what football means to this community. Man, you know, Nagani was, was built by iron ore mining and, and football Nagani really represents that, that blue collar, gritty, hard working mentality that built this town. And uh, getting ready for tonight, taking on Grayling in the first round of the playoffs. How are you feeling? How are you going to get that win tonight? Well, we feel great, man. It always comes down to four things. First of all, community support. Uh, we can't do it without our fans, our fan base, the community support. You know, we got to be good. We got to get a little hint of luck in there. And we got to stay healthy, and, and God willing, we'll be good. And what do you think about this this morning? Man, this is incredible. Great opportunity for our school, our community, everybody involved. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Nagani, what a great community to wake up and come out to be on the Today Show. Everybody's out there. Wow. We're having the playoffs the whole, tonight. The whole town's out there. Yeah. Pumped up. That, that's Nagani knows how to do it. Yes, Nagani did it. What an electrifying atmosphere. Yes. In Nagani. Love it. Special thanks to Coach Elizabeth. Coach ready to roll. Let's go. WLUC, thank you for your help Elizabeth. this morning. To all Amazing. of the schools, guys, have we not yeah. had the best it. school? It's been great. Tap Friday Morning Light just makes you smile every morning. We've had a great season. We'll see you next year. Yes. Go Miners! But first, this is Today on NBC! Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. Hey, everybody, we are back with Today Food Loves Football. This morning, we're cooking up not one but two bold and beefy meals in honor of the big game Sunday night. Chicago Bears, L.A. Chargers, bringing the flavor. We brought in pitmaster extraordinaire Erica Blair. Chef, good to see you this morning. Let's just get right into the first. We're we're going back to Chicago, (laughs) early 1900s. Italian immigrants come over there making these beef, these beef sandwiches with with like Basically, cheap cuts of beef. They're letting it slow braise, and it's become now a Chicago staple. And it is amazing. And one of the cool things that we're doing is we're going to start with our giardinera, which is basically a way to, like, let your body know it's time to party and it's time to eat. I love it. What's that called? (laughs) Giardinera. Wow. I call it Friday. (laughs) That works, too, though. So we're just going to sit here and boil this for about five minutes. You go ahead and do that. And then the uh, and then we're gonna start over here too. You got some really thin cut yes. beef here. So we you can use deli slices mm-hmm. of roast beef, and we're gonna put it in beef broth. We're gonna get a little oregano, and then we're also gonna do some garlic, and we're gonna let that simmer for five minutes because that's giving even more flavor. Love it is it. so exciting. And now once you're done, you're gonna save some of that jardinera, yep. the brine right here. Mm-hmm. Party and you're in gonna, a bowl. <laughs> party in a bowl, and you're just gonna put a little bit. On your actual sandwich. Love that. Yep. Yes, this is so good. You guys eating the beef <laughs> over yes. there? Oh my god! Back in the day, that bread would be stale. And That's this right. Is how they would. That's uh, why you use that brine. Why you oh. use the jus there? The, the jardinera. Jus. Or yeah. they say in the Midwest, the gravy. The gravy. Uh-huh. A, lot of, a lot of the gravy too. And so, so after we do our roast beef, we're just gonna put it on top like this. Mm-hmm. And this is where you get to be the artist. So you can get some of that okay. jardinera, yep. and you do it how you like how much it. How much in this jardinera? You can, <laughs> you can do How hot's our party going to be? Tonight? All right. A right. lot. You do you. <laughs> this is great. If you're in Chicago, this is, this is, these are fantastic. And it's up there with Deep Dish now in Chicago, yeah. the Italian peeps. Of course, the series the bear, bear. I know. About okay. this also as well. So shout out to Portillo's. All right, so let's go. Chicago on. is on lock. Now we're so in now LA. Now we're in LA. We are going to do some spicy beer braised beef tacos. Yes, we are. First thing we're going to do is season that yep. meat. So get that salt and that pepper on that roast. You can use chuck or you can use shoulder. Yep. It is all up to you. And then we're going to put that right in here and we are going to sear it, locking in those juices and caramelizing this before we braise it. And that's the key to beef. And one of the great things about this roast is that it's so versatile. You can do anything you want. You can make this into tacos. You can make this into pot roast. Love it. Beef is definitely you got for beer your going tailgate. in there too, chef. We got yeah. some. What beer. kind of beer you got going? We in got there. a little Mexican. Is that lager. a little Modelo I saw back there? <laughs> I went to get my morning Modelo and it was gone. It's I, in the cooking I, I took it. I yeah. took it. it. And then we're gonna add some smoke into gotcha. this. So we got adobo. 
And that's what we're going to put in there to give it some of that sultriness. Oh, like that. Yeah, get it, it in there. It's just your you have to make this? Can you peppers. buy it just as it You is? can buy it in the can with the peppers already in there. Wow, love, love is done for you. And then just get it right here. There <laughs> How long you go. is this going to braise, Chef? Two and a half hours. So go big. Like low and slow and what sort of low heat? Low and slow. Yep. Put it on medium. Put it on medium Cover it and low. just forget about it for a few hours. Forget about it. Put it in a crock pot if you want. Right. I love like, that, too. Go to work. It only gets more tender. Yep. Now, here's the secret to this. For these tacos, you have your coleslaw. Everybody has coleslaw. You're going to kick it up a notch. You're going to make it sexy coleslaw. I so we're right putting some chipotle right in there. Back. Wow. <laughs> and Carson's going to be sexy coleslaw for Halloween. That's <laughs> right. I am. I would pay. I would pay to That's see not going to be easy. <laughs> and so there you go. And you can add, you know, if you want what some peppers. That is some of the chipotle sauce. Oh, and you're just mixing it in there. That elevates your coleslaw. And it like gives coleslaw. you that acid. Now, one of the cool things that you do... The sauce that you had in your roast, huh? you're going to save it and you're going to reduce it because we're putting that as our gravy. I want to see I want to see your football skills. Get in there and tackle that. Shred oh. it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that's what you do. That's what you do in your crock pot. That's what you do in your slow cooker when you're braising it. That's what you want. You want it to just be hand tender, wow, getting everything you can wow. do with oh, your hands. I'm glad I would park. devour this board oh, of beef so before I'd never even make a sandwich or taco. <laughs> That's happened many times on my ranch. I cannot tell you how many times everybody else got salad. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were having beef tonight, chef, though. We, got sex and we were at four. We got but... sex and coleslaw. I was like, this is interpretive. So then you're going to take, you're going to reduce down your beef broth. Yep. Now you're just gonna go and you're gonna go back in. Yes, you're going back in with the shreds. With the shreds, you are bringing this. that sauce in, mm-hmm. and that's also a little cheat you can do on any meat it's like that you have. Like a two-time braise, like it's a cook it and then a braise. It mm. is. It's the sneaky braise. Oh my god! So sneaky <laughs> braise and the sexy yeah. mind blow. And that's all you have to do. Get a little corn taco and now, down, and to now make we're a gonna little... go right here. Yeah, so go you get it. to be an artist. Let me see what you want to make on okay. your taco. All right, there and get a little cheese going in there. We're gonna take a little. And the good thing about the good thing about this is truly, you see, I use the same cut of beef for. Two separate recipes. Yeah. Gotta have the cilantro. Beef is super versatile. You can use it to you beef the, up your tailgate. You put the sexy oh. slaw on it or on the side? <laughs> you can put it on or the side. It's how uh, you want to do it. All right, good. I'm going to leave the onions out. There you we go. We got it. Guys, how is it? How's it's it really good. good. Really good. Real so good. Yeah. That's okay. It's a juicy one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so good. good. Well done, Erica. <laughs> Thank you, Erica. Thank you. That is great. Thank you. This is going to be a good game. It's Looking gonna forward be a good to this game. one. Chef, thank you so much. We're going to put this recipe at today.com slash food. Don't forget, Bears Chargers going at it. Sunday night football coverage starts. 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Appreciate you. This is delicious. Mm-hmm. Our crew is going to devour this all in two yep. seconds. Yep. Up next, a young surfing superstar. Now, actually, she's world champ getting set to represent Team USA at the Paris Olympics. Yes, second time we have surfing now at the Olympics. We're going to hear all about it. But first, this is today on NBC. We are back. We are back on the plaza, and we are joined by surfing prodigy Caroline Marks. Wow. Oh, my gosh. She was just 15 when she became the youngest woman to qualify for the World Surf League Championship Tour. Last month, Caroline won her very first world title. She has also already secured her spot for Team USA at the Paris Olympics. Caroline, good morning. We saw you in Tokyo. Are Are you getting excited for this? Uh, competition? Yeah, I'm very excited. It's a huge honor to represent my country again. I'm 21, going to my second Olympics, so yeah, just wow. huge, huge honor. You're yeah. a veteran there. Okay, so <laughs> tell us where this is going to take place, because when, when you think Paris, you don't necessarily think surfing, so where will you be? <laughs> yeah, so we're actually going to be really far away from Paris. Um, we're going to be in Tahiti, which oh. will be really cool, so oh. um, if you're not familiar with Chofu, it's 
terrifying but beautiful. So um, it should be really exciting, and hopefully we get some good waves. I'd like to cover that competition. Yeah, yeah we go to Tahiti. Hey, you you also want to have a special announcement this morning, right? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm partnering with Visa as well in support of the 2024 Olympics. Um, we're doing this amazing creators program, partnering with NBC. Um, you simply upload a short video to TikTok highlighting your gold medal day at the beach. So let's see what you got. Announcers um, will announce the winner 100 days before the opening ceremony. And so. what are you looking for somebody to announce? Is that uh, what it is? Yeah, so we'll see what you got. And um, you'll be able to go to the Olympics with us. So that'll oh, be really, really cool. You're looking for a social yeah. media correspondent <laughs> oh, right. at the Olympics and anyone can try oh, out. Do that. I think yeah. that is very cool. Yeah, I think we have a lot of prospects out here today. Yes, <laughs> Might be real good at it. All What's right. the surf like in Tahiti? I mean, you won in San Clemente. You won the Worlds there. Is similar are the breaks the same do you have to how do you practice for that um yeah it's very different it's over a reef um but we have that event on the wsl tour with us and um i was able to win that event a couple months ago so having some confidence but um yeah you never know what you're gonna get it's mother nature so we'll see okay we should mention carolina is a team visa athlete and for more on the casting call that she mentioned it's nbcolympics.com slash tap into tahiti 2024 have a great week